This is where the big boys play, huh? To, to doubt El Dandy, because this guy's a serious professional. Hold three, the moss-covered, three-handled family gradunzel. I am Sir Michael Cole. You there, sitting at home, acknowledge me. Number four, armbar. This ain't no disco, ain't no country club either. This is the Three Count Thursday podcast. <laughs> so let's go, baby. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 3CT. We are live. It is... Thursday night, November the 3rd, 2022. We are glad to be back with you for another week. We are still the podcast of the millennium. Go to 3CountThursday.com. That's where you'll find everything 3CT related. You will uh, find our social media links, our YouTube page, our new TikTok page. That's right. That's right. We're on the TikTok now. Uh, You can find our merchandise over at tpublic.com. And uh, like I said, give us a, a like, follow, and subscribe uh, everywhere uh, so you never miss uh, anything 3CT related. We would certainly uh, appreciate that. Welcome in uh, Devin listening with us live. Big Mac listening with us live. Luna Kitty watching along with us live there on the uh, on the YouTube channel. Uh, hopefully everything uh, sounds okay. I was having a little bit of audio trouble uh before the show but i think it got uh got resolved uh serious no no matt tonight yes mark i am serious uh but let's start off uh let's go around the room with uh ryan how you doing jim i can't hear you (laughs) i hate you so much sometimes you might be having audio troubles. I hate you so. Jim, can you hear me? I can hear. I yes, I can hear you, Ryan. Jim. Oh shit! I wasn't. Um, let me plug in. <laughs> you you good? Are, are you starting? Let's go. Let's do we're, this. Let's Ryan, start. we're on the air, my guy. Play the music. One, two, let's three. Go. ABC, baby. Ryan, we're we're we are live. We are live, pal. Follow me at not the tool man across all platforms. <laughs> One fish, two fish. Uh, Tim, how you fish, doing? Fish, I don't know. I'm good. Um, I'm glad I got. I'm glad I showed up today for the podcast. Unlike the Phillies yesterday in Game Four. Oh come good on, job. Boo. come on, boo. I'm so glad. Boo. I'm so glad that that's boo. the best we can do as a, as a division. Is we can go out there and put up a collective no hitter. Don't be rude. Boo. Uh, I'm not rude. Boo. 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 We can hit five home runs whenever we Boo. want, but we can't even hit a we can't Boo. even hit a single ball in our own ballpark. Throw the ball out. 
Get him off the screen. Good luck. <laughs> Intern Mark. How you doing? Well, hi, boys. I'm just sitting here thinking we can leave the Christmas lights up till January. Oh my God. This is our place. We make the rules. And, Jim, there's a dazzling haze, a mysterious way about you, dear. Have I known you 20 seconds or 20 years? Can I go where you go? Can we always be this close forever and ever? And, ah, take me out and take me home. You're my, my, my host of 3CT. Thank you! Look, you look Tim, you made Luna Kitty upset. I'm sorry, Luna Kitty. How can you do such a thing? You made Devin upset. I'm I feel sorry. like you don't care if you make Devin upset. Well, I, I'm, not I, I'm not. Look, look. This is impersonal. I'm not attacking a single fan of the Phillies. You all, made all a, you all made a fantastic decision, apparently. Good luck. Have fun. Hold that we'll L. See. Oh, man. We'll see how Tim's tongue wags next week. <laughs> we'll see. Champion. We will see how my tongue. be wagging. Uh huh. You're gonna look like hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, what's the game? What's the score over there, Ryan? It's zero zero. It's not mm. on behind me. <laughs> it's not. I'm trying to not get a shadow ban what's, here. Yeah. Just, like our um like. Like our YouTube video a couple weeks ago. Look, look, I, I didn't know. There's not a single video I'm playing today when I share screen. Perfect. What did what, what, what were we playing? I played. I think the it was the the Bray do, the, the Bray Wyatt yeah. man doing his little walk through the door thing. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm, yeah, I I just don't understand. And we get the old cease and desist from the WWE. I just don't understand like how they uh, how they even picked up on that. We didn't share audio of it or anything. And which one of you narcs? Hey, Triple H must be watching. <laughs> which one of you narcs went to Papa H and was like, "Excuse me, Joyce unauthorized footage, and we you need to take them down." Oh, well, that sounds like fucking Devin. <laughs> I've never heard him speak, so I don't know. I just joking. Devin's a good That's guy. That's not nice, Ryan. That's he speaks intelligently. Hey, He's Big nice Jim, man. how the heck are you? Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing really good. I was at my first uh, re- like big westling show post pandemic yesterday. That's not true. You were at night. To okay, uh, I was the the first time I went as a fan. Nope, that's not even true because I went to the one at the uh, Clipper Magazine Stadium. I went to my See? first. AEW show yesterday. There you go. Um, and man, it was it was fun to be back uh, in in a wrestling uh, a wrestling arena again. A uh, lot of fun, a lot of fun. Uh, love the arena. It was the Chesapeake what was Chesapeake Employers Chesapeake Insurance arena? arena on the campus of uh, University of Maryland Baltimore campus, the UMBC. Uh, nice arena. I really enjoyed it. It was a good time. The staff was really nice too. Honestly, they everybody there was very nice. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Um, they they gotta they gotta work on the food lines though. Those those yeah. food lines were uh were were they're going out of business soon anyway, Jim. I think Wise Markets is buying them all up. 
Oh, I see what you, I see what you did there. I see what you did there, Ryan. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a fun time. Um, the show, the show. What? What happened? I don't. I don't know what Ryan. I, I think Ryan might have been making it serious. No, he wasn't. He was um, he was spoofing on the food lion, right? Food lion. Yeah, I knew what he was doing. I knew what he was doing. Anybody have a food lion around them? Let's talk about food lion. I do. I love food lion. Do you really? Do you? Yeah. There's there's two near me. Is that your your main grocery store, Tim? <laughs> I I hate to admit it, but Walmart's my main grocery store because the only place that I can buy slacks, mayonnaise, and action figures is Walmart. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. I like that you use the word slack. He ain't lying. Yeah, slacks, slacks, mayonnaise, and and action figures. So. Um, but if I do go to a grocery store, um, I do tend to go to the food loin. Um, I grew up on the food lion fried chicken. So that's that was really good. And then you can see how that turned out. So um, thanks, food lion. <laughs> I actually have a food lion story that will probably be a Tuesday podcast Ooh. thing. Uh, Subscribe maybe, on uh, maybe all podcasts. This Tuesday, but. Other Tuesday. As far as my Halloween goes, Halloween was great, Luna Kitty. I kept my bricks. Good. Uh, a good follow-up. Good. Because uh, I did not want to be finding my bricks in my downstairs window today. Smart move. So I kept them. But we have a bunch of leftover candy because all these hood rat kids over here don't <laughs> don't believe in they don't believe in. I don't know. Uh, we never get trick or treaters, so we went to over to a friend's house where they get a ton, and uh, it was a blast. It was a blast. I, I you know, yeah. getting in the big, big Jim. What'd you hand out at your friend's house? Uh, they made up like they go to Costco or BJ's or something and just buy a bunch of candy and just make make little little bags. They make up little bags of candy huh. and hand them That's out. That's some white people stuff. Oh, absolutely, it is. Oh, completely. <laughs> just, I just what... took a I just took a bag of candy and I threw it in an oversized bowl and I was just like, take a couple pieces. Well, dude, they had they had so they had. Like three giant bowls full of candy bags, plus like two shopping bags. Like they, they, they get tons of kids in their development. Plus they had a bowl with um, like these, like these, like squishy toys and uh, and a bowl of Play-Doh. And they were like, take one of each if you want. Just Play-Doh out of the container, just a big, yeah, just a big bowl. You just had to rip a little chunk off. Grab a handful of Play-Doh. One them. day, one day, I'm gonna have the foresight. To, for Halloween, buy airplane bottles for the parents. Dude, that's such a good idea. I like Just that. get a bunch of airplane bottles. It's like, hey, mom, dad, come here. Hey, for you. Jim, that is definitely a thing down at Galsway. What's that? Oh, the... the During what? trick-or-treat, yeah. Uh, you get, a bunch of places have little... Uh, I need to come down to there for, for Halloween one of these or, years. I mean, just... just Bowls of beer. You just grab a beer and take your kid up. And oh, I love bowls of beer. Candy. Just, bowls of beer. I mean, different brands. You just grab it. Scotty says, good evening. Uh, watching you. Oh, we're having a good night at work. Scotty says, Jim Ryan, Matt versus... Who's who's the... Meltzer? Who the hell is that? Sempervivi? <laughs> who the hell is that? And Alvarez at Mania 39. Book it, Teddy Long. I'm going to say that autocorrect caught him. Yeah, who was? I bet he, I bet he was trying to say Sean Ross. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Semperviv. Sem, Semperviv. I think that's, uh, 
That's a Greek god. Kyrie Irving suspended no less than five games. Don't give a shit. He's an asshole. Fuck him. Uh, uh, Smokey, what did you hand out? Did you hand out literature? Scotty's like looking forward cards? to Thanksgiving. I did. I did. And matches. And matches. You handed out I matches on Halloween? Modern. Can't hide money. Smokey's oh, handed out Fidel books Sast- Sastro. Oh, yeah. Fidel uh, Sassoon. Semperviv is a Twitter guy. Oh, is yeah. Is he still the president of Cuba? He is. I have no idea who that is. Um, Mark, do they? You get, do, do you get a bunch of trick or treaters over at uh, the Hot and Science States? Um, no, we didn't get very many. I, then again, I I turned my light off. Never <laughs> bed with. He was handing out candy. I'd rather go out and frolic. Like that time here to the it's house. Surpri- candy. It's surprising to me that it's a universal known that like if the light is off on the porch. They're not trick or treating. Yeah, there's so much gray area in the world, but like one universal truth is: we can all agree the light on that. is off. No trick or treating. No, tri- yeah. Why can't we make life that me. easy anymore? Right? Like yeah, back just... in the day, it didn't matter if lights were on or off. You knocked on the door. I know, and that's that's rude. I had to. Uh, I had <laughs> I had to chuckle the one. We were coming home from our friend's house. We were getting home a little before eight o'clock when the, um, when when trick or treating was ending, and there's a, a kid. There's a well, yeah. I mean, oh. naturally, uh, the, the there's a house for sale like two blocks over that like they nobody's living in, and the porch light was on, and I saw like three kids just knocking on the door, and I'm like, That's oh awesome. no, turn the light off. No, maybe yeah. they could have got like. Some business cards from the realtor in their bag. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it I had that gave me uh, that gave me a little chuckle there. Yeah, because you know I'm an asshole. Run lights on. Uh, <laughs> candy. I feel like this podcast is already heading in a good direction. Oh, it sure is. It sure oh, is. Oh, it's great. Uh, Luna Kitty. Uh, Luna Kitty says uh, went to a really good haunted house, uh, haunted horror maze uh, mm-hmm. attraction. Lots of jump scares and actors. Um, uh, they also also bought uh, lots of uh, discounted candy. So, love. I bought some discounted candy yesterday at Target. So. I did too. I did too. So I'm uh, I'm right there discounted. with you. Right there Luna with you. Kitty, what what uh what haunted what haunted attraction did you go to? There's a few up and around our area. Tim, is there is that a thing around your area in Northeast Maryland? What the vicinity of Northeast Maryland? What. Like a haunted attractions? Are there like the haunted hay rides in your area? No, we go all the way out to Field of Screams. Oh, okay. So you come up to us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Coming. I mean, we got a Field of Screams. Jason's Woods. Shocktoberfest is right up the road in in Why I'm Missing. Kim's got, Crypt. Uh, um, yeah, Kim's Crypt. The Hershey Park did horror. Uh, the Hershey Park thing houses. this year. Did you check that out, Mark? The new. The new, well, the new, the scary thing at Hershey Park. I'm glad you asked. So they had four scare zones set up, and then actual like buildings you would go in, but you had to pay for admission to the park. And then if you wanted to go into the houses, or whatever that you want to call, them, you had to pay for that as well in addition to your admission. Okay. So I did not. But I was up there with my sister on Sunday, and, and she had some younger kids with her. We went over to Treatonville, where you go around and you trick-or-treat. They gave the adult sacks as well. So I was trick-or-treating, and I told every person I met 
that I haven't been trick or treating since Hector was a pup, and how nice it God was that day. Uh, God damn! Mark. I must have said that a dozen times. I believe that. I believe that because I heard "Holy Cats" during commentary oh. about a dozen times. Holy cats! So if you, uh, if when you, when when a night to remember comes out, if you'll... there's a dead horse, Mark knows yeah, how I'm to beat it. it. Mark will beat it. Speaking of uh, oh. speaking of dead horse, when we were going around Treatville, oh lord, I had won a giant beaver from skee ball, and I was carrying my beaver. And honest to God, this a one nice older woman beaver. said. It was a nice stuffed beaver. She complimented nice me on my, beaver. on my beaver. And I said to her, thank you. I just had it stuffed. And she realized what I said and kind of grimaced. And I walked away. She went, a nice stuffed beaver. It was a nice stuffed beaver. It's a big beaver. A big furry beaver, Tim. With a nice flat tail. God, a nice one. Can you stop yeah, saying that? Yeah, please. Please stop. No more. No. It was a beautiful beaver. Nope. Just, you know what? I'm gonna go on. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna ask a question. No, whoa, 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 okay. whoa, 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 whoa. Mark, what color was that beaver? It was brown. It was a brown beaver. It matches uh, the carpet in the house. <laughs> the drapes are kind of gray. I'm done already. <laughs> Hit the button. <sighs> we are looking at November the 3rd in pro wrestling history. Uh, three birthdays today. Uh, Don Marie was born today in 1970. Ryan's favorite Cameron was born today in 1987. And Andrade was born today in 1989. In 1997, the Monday Night Wars continued with WCW Monday Nitro on TNT doing a 4.0 to WWF's 2.6 for Monday Night Raw in USA. Uh, interesting story from the night was uh, Perry Saturn making his Nitro debut and defeating Disco Inferno via submission to win the television title. On this day. 1998, Jesse the Body Ventura running as an independent candidate on the Reform Party ticket defeated Democrat Hubert Humphrey III and Republican Norm Coleman to become the governor-elect of Minnesota. Ventura, who would later change his nickname to The Mind, made headlines nationwide with his victory telling supporters, we shocked the world. On this day. Uh, also, in 1998, during a Raw taping at Reunion Arena in Dallas, Texas, Mankind makes the first defense of the WWF Hardcore title by pinning Ken Shamrock on the rampway after help from Vince McMahon, Big Boss Man, Gerald Briscoe, and Pat Patterson. Also on the taping, William Regal defeated Golga of the Oddities, and during the match, unmasked him, revealing John Tenta. However, the unmasking was accidental, so the match never actually aired. On this day! 2001, WWE presents their third annual Rebellion pay-per-view from the Manchester Evening News Arena in Manchester, England, in front of 15,612 fans. The tagline of the show was Manchester Divided. Uh, the show featured a pre-show match where Billy and Chuck uh, from Team WWF defeated Justin Credible and Lance Storm from the Alliance. There was eight main card matches in the main event, Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, from the Alliance defeated The Rock from WWF to retain the WWF championship. On this day. 2011, Bobby Roode captured the TNA championship during a broadcast of Impact Wrestling. And finally, On this day. in 2014, uh, Rusev defeated Sheamus to win the WWE United States 
uh, Heavyweight Championship during the post-Raw broadcast on the WWE Network. Rusev locked Sheamus in the uh, accolade, uh, leading Sheamus, blacking out, and referee calling for the bell. And those were the events that occurred. On this day. November the 3rd in pro wrestling history. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Recount Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler of the week. Week number 29 of our standings. Uh, yes, this week is week number 29, Ryan. Hard to believe, but we, we, we keep plugging away. Um, we have the uh, People's Champ, because once again, we're, we're, we're defaulting back to uh, number two from the uh, NXT uh, Halloween Havoc. Um, the Big Mac, he selected Asuka and Alexa Bliss. Uh, yes, yes, Mark, thank you. Um, as, uh, as his People's Champ for the week. Uh, would anybody like nice to lead us off? Uh, with their picks. I'll go. Oh, there we go. We wow. Have all three of us wow. Look at that. Uh, Mark, you go first. Mark, yeah. yeah. Go. Mark, I saw your well, hand I, first. Well, I had a question. I just realized we missed Kim Levin's birthday. It was in October. <laughs> Her birthday was October 19th. Happy belated, Kim Levin. Yes, happy belated. Oh, my God. Who hope, the hell I, cares? I That's hope she's just, not sour. <laughs> that is disrespectful. Oh, God sakes. Anyway, sour. for number five this week, I put down. <laughs> go ahead. And then number four. <laughs> there we go. Come on. Come on. You can do it. All right. Here we go. So, number five this week for my wrestler of the week. She is one year women's champion in NXT. That is Mandy Rose. Amanda Rose. And then just last night, my number four, Jeff Jarrett. That's J E double F. J-A-R-R-E-T-T, Jeff Jarrett. Turned out that he's all elite, and it looks like he's going after Sting, the icon Sting. So I went with Jeff Jarrett for number four. You know, nobody's talking about Pretty Deadly, okay, at number three. They beat uh, Wesley and uh, Braun Breaker and uh, retained the tag team titles there in NXT, so that's good enough for me to be number three. Number two, I have uh, Samuel Zayn. That was one of the best and funniest and most favorite bits, not just this year, but one of the best segments I saw in SmackDown ever. If you didn't see it, go back and check it out. And then number one, I have Asuka and Alexa Bliss because they took the women's tag team titles off of Damage Incorporated. All right. Um, Ryan or, 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 or Tim, you guys want to go next? We can do this. Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm really glad that you uh, put this up here. Uh, number five, mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy. He uh, retained his uh, All-Atlantic Championship. Is that what they call it? That's the one. Against the Dinosaur Man and Ray Phoenix yesterday uh, at, at Dynamite. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, if there's a wrestling show on it, by God, Jeff Jarrett will find a way to get on it. Uh, surprising everybody, but I think it's been announced he's all elite and he's some sort of director of something, which is really cool because he was attacking a guy yesterday. That adds up. Um, Bobby Beverly, the Tournament of Death winner this weekend uh, over there at the CZW Tournament of Death. 
uh, Bliss and Asuka uh, for the new women's tag team. Cha- I thought they stopped. I didn't even know they were still doing that. So that was cool to see. Uh, and then Sami Zayn, the uh, one of the highest rated segments on, on SmackDown. It was uh, streamed all over the place. I probably watched the segment just around 10 times since it's since it happened on Friday. It is that good. Um, I love every bit about it. Sami Zayn, wrestler number one, week 29 for old Ryan. All right. Uh, Tim, do you want to go? I, I can go. Okay, go ahead. I was doing some other work on the side, but uh, yes, I can go. Uh, at number five, I had Colt Cabana making a surprising return to AEW. Boom, boom. Uh, answering the challenge of the Ocho, Chris Jericho. Uh, number four, making his return to America and for his first time actually like being in a ring in a long, long time, uh, Katsuori Shibata, who will be challenging uh, Orange Cassidy this Friday on Rampage. Uh, number three, Sami Zayn, just uh, letting everybody know uh, to stay oozy. Uh, number two, Alexa Bliss and Asuka retain or gaining, claiming the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. And number one, ha ha, securing that bag, the last outlaw, J E double Jeff Jarrett. All right, for me, I uh, I had Jeff Jarrett uh, at at number five on my list. But yeah, if there's if there's a show, if there's a if there's a bag to be collected, uh, you can bet your ass that good old Double J is going to uh, fill that spot. Uh, number four, retaining his ROH uh, championship, uh, is Chris Jericho. Number three, uh, retaining their NXT tag team titles, pretty deadly. Number two, retaining uh, his All-Atlantic championship is Orange Cassidy. And finally, uh, new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Alexa Bliss and Oscar. Uh, does somebody want to give Matt's picks? Oh, let's all let me do it as a group. <laughs> sure, sure. Sounds good. All right, Ryan, lead us off, I guess. Number nine, uh, or uh, number nine, <laughs> number five. Matt put Trey Miguel uh, because Trey has just come out and said he's a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. <laughs> Tim, go ahead with number four. Uh, number four is uh, the team of Luke and PJ Hawks, Hawks Airy, because they uh, also, much like all the Philadelphia Phillies, didn't get hit against the Astros. Uh, wow. Intern Mark, go ahead. With number right, three. So number three, Matthew has uh, the last outlaw. That's Jeff Jarrett, who made an appearance in All Elite Wrestling. You know, you got to love Jeff Jarrett. If there's a wrestling show and a red light on, he's going to be there. <laughs> That's J double F J A double R E double T. He ain't lying. Jeff Jarrett. Uh, number two, Austin Luke. Um, I don't know why, but I assume because he's a big Philadelphia Phillies fan. Huge Phillies fan and has two first names. Ah, there you go. And Ryan, uh, give uh, Matt's number one. Matt was also shocked to see the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship was still a thing. That Alexa Bliss and Asuka are now holding um, prestigious championships that's really going to cement their legacy in the WWE. Wow, Devin, Devin coming out hot at old at old Double J. Uh, Devin, goodness sakes! I need mm. to know more about that. 
That's hater talk right there. For for the week uh, this week, we had at number five, uh, Orange Cassidy. Uh, I'm going the right way, right, Tim? Yes. Perfect. Uh, at number four, uh, we had Pretty Deadly. Number three, Sammy Zayn. Number two, ha-ha, Jeff Jarrett. And number one, the new women's tag team champions, uh, Alexa Bliss and Asuka. So, Tim, any shakeups in the uh, in the top ten this week? Boy, howdy. Uh, making her way into the top ten now is Asuka. Um, with 20 points, another log jam in the bottom half of the, uh, the standings. Um, but John Moxley still reigning supreme at number one. It's a very, very, uh, tight, highly contested, uh, set of standings here. I mean, any two strong weeks in a row for anybody on this list, uh, can easily push them up and above, uh, John Moxley. So, uh, definitely intrigue, suspense, and uh, who knows? Roman Reigns gets a good first place victory uh, at the, the Crown Jewel. He could uh, surpass John Mox. Acknowledge me. I'm going to assume that one of the two guys uh, sitting at number three currently is probably not going to surpass John Moxley at number one. That's just a guess. Just a that's guess. A good, I, that's a good. That's I a could good be point. wrong. I could be wrong. But uh, Ooh, that. Right is where we leave week 29 in our wrestler of the year. All right, we uh, move on to this. The three count question of the week. Uh, the uh, the question um, as we are moving towards uh, Survivor Series in a few weeks uh, coming up here. Um, I know there's there's been a lot of talk in recent years. Uh, there's been shifts um, in in how this show is um, is portrayed. Uh, prior to the pandemic, we saw. Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Since then, we have seen uh, just Raw versus SmackDown in some of these traditional, uh, in traditional Survivor Series matches. Uh, this year, uh, as you can see currently on the screen, uh, it is Survivor Series War Games. War Games. <laughs> in War Games. War Games. War Games. War Games. So, Tim, I'm fine not playing it every time somebody says it through this segment. So, like, so we'll we'll treat it. Let's put it this way: from now until Survivor Series, we will treat that clip like we treat one of Vince McMahon's uh, son, where we he'll hear it once. Vince Junior. Sure. We'll hear it once, and then uh, and then we will we will not uh, invoke it again, for Tim's sake. We well, will do that for Tim. Mark's upset about that. Apparently. He did. He's gone. Um, but uh, these we're having war games matches at Survivor Series this year. Um, but I know, like over over the years, like Survivor Series has evolved from what it was 
when it first came out, teams of five fighting to survive by Mark. Um, uh, and, and this is kind of more just my, my question is just to see how people think about it. Like, should WWE keep Survivor Series on the annual premium live event schedule? Like, do you, do you want to see it, um, retained or would you like to see it kind of dissolved because it it is kind of not what it used to be and and if you would like to keep it like how how would you treat it how would you book it would you go back to a more traditional style where you don't really have you know smackdown champion versus raw champion or you know regular matches you just do a bunch of uh you just do a bunch of of you know uh elimination uh, tag matches but anybody want to lead us off you can do a bunch of elimination tag matches on raw in fact AEW Dynamite pretty much does that every every Wednesday. It seems like it's a giant man tag match. Um, this was a great concept back when WWE was like in syndication with superstars and like WWE Mania on like USA Network, and you got jobbers wrestling all the time on on, on early Raw, and you didn't see like superstars versus superstars every single week for three hours. Um, so to watch a pay-per-view of absolutely meaningless matches, this should absolutely be taken off of, of the, it's, it's the worst of the big four. It should be taking off the pay-per-view schedule. Okay. Tim, any thoughts? I do. I think that there is a place for Survivor Series. It's, it is WWE tradition that Survivor Series sticks around. Um, WWE's tried to take Survivor Series off of the menu before, and they couldn't pull the trigger. Um, especially now with Triple H being at the helm, I think Survivor Series will find new life. Um, but the brand supremacy thing has to go away. Um, especially since... Not only was it the pay-per-view of brand supremacy, but the draft was like a month before. Which at least the, the draft did, like, yeah, right. Like at least this year, and there aren't, at least as of right now, like uh, coming out of this this upcoming weekend, um, we'll, we'll see kind of how they're treating it. But like as of right now, we haven't really... Uh, seen any of like the brand supremacy stuff, but I don't think they're really they haven't really been booking Survivor Series because we have a crown jewel coming up. Um, but at least this year, if they are doing brand supremacy, is that, is that still happening? Crown yeah, so there were they, we'll we'll touch on it here in a minute. But there, I okay. saw a report from Sap uh, Sean Ross Sap earlier today that like the WWE has been like in I guess in contact with. And this is, seems like such a weird thing to say in the grand scheme of things, but has like been in contact with the State Department, and apparently, like the area of Saudi Arabia where these threats were, is nowhere near Riyadh. So, like, there, there's, there's no, there's no concern that, um, that the for the uh, for the event. So they, they are superstars are on their way over there. I know there's a press conference scheduled for tomorrow, uh, 12.30 our time. So um, it, it looks as of right now, anyway, that, that uh, Crown Jewel is going off um, without any uh, without any issue. 
Um, but at least this time around, it looks like there's no, um, there, like there's not a draft prior to Survivor Series. Yeah, I feel as though if they were to do a draft, the draft has to take place like after after WrestleMania. Yeah, it makes the most sense. And I like think either after Summer after SummerSlam or after WrestleMania, one of those two. I mean, Mania is what the Great Reset, isn't it? It's like, like I, I the end of the story. Is there a better place for a WWE end. draft than the Raw after Mania? Like. That's a really good point, Big Jim. Like, you know what I mean? It's already everybody's there. Like, it's the it's the craziest night of the year. So why not even add like the intrigue of the draft to it? Right. Book for it. sure. Like, um, yeah. But I just I don't I don't think you can get rid of Survivor Series. Um, there's a lot of other events that I would I would take a pen through and remove from the premium live event schedule. But Survivor Series would not be one of them. Yeah, I, I I love the old traditional Survivor Series. Um, I I don't I agree with you, Ryan. Like I, I don't I don't know that that I don't know that that format works anymore. Like just having a pay per view, excuse me, premium live event full of just matches of teams that are put together for you know for the event i don't i don't think that works i i don't i like the, i like that in the in recent years they've gone back to having like a men's and a women's like traditional survivor series elimination match so like that's kind of a nice callback uh to the original uh shows um you know i i and i think if you want to do if you want to do like i don't think you have to do the rest of the event um like I mean, obviously, you can't do it right now because because Roman's holding the WWE and Universal title. The Usos are holding both sets of tag titles, but like, I don't think you necessarily need to do the rest of your matches, like SmackDown champion versus Raw champion and Intercontinental champion versus U.S. champion. Like, I don't, I don't think you absolutely look at the fucking logo. It's green versus red, or I'm sorry, it's blue versus red. I was like. Green? Am I? Am I just colorblind? <laughs> um, like, like the the whole thing is booked around that. I mean, you can do well, some. No, they they've come out and said this year it is not surrounded by brand supremacy. It's it's the focus is war games this year. The focus is war games this year. Um. So yeah, like I like which, and here's the thing: if they if you want to find a way to to do, um. Uh, like Bianca versus Ronda, like you can do Bianca versus Ronda, but like I don't think the the whole show has to be SmackDown versus Raw. I'm, I'm actually fine with it not being that way, um, especially because like, and does do they still do the thing where people just randomly show up on the other show now too? So it's like, what what is it? What does it necessarily matter who's on who's on which one? <laughs> um. I feel like American Alpha's been on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, so so it, it's yeah the brand supremacy thing. I don't think totally really works out uh, currently, um, just because it's kind of a, a back and forth. Like who's just going to show up where? Um, I'm go to the. I'm going to go to Twitter here for a minute. Uh, Charlie said, uh, if they stick with the brand versus brand five on five, it needs to mean something. Otherwise, it's a match for a match sake. Yeah, and that's the thing too. If they want to do. If they want to do the 
the brand supremacy thing, tie something to it. Tie, you know, uh, the 30th spot in the, um, in the Royal Rumble or like say the, 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 it rides on the five on five match. So if you have three survivors from raw, um, then they would be the, what? 28th, 29th, and 30th, or they would have a triple threat match um, on Raw to see who would be number 30, something like that. Like, actually give give a, a purpose uh, to, uh, to you know, winning the Survivor Series. Um, and let's see here. Uh, James on Twitter says, uh, yes, uh, they should keep it on the schedule. They need to rework it away from the Raw SmackDown formula and or give it uh give it stakes but he wants to see it yeah i i would i think i would be bummed out to see um to see survivor series go away because it was the was it the was it the third or was it the last of the big four it was the second it was the okay so it was wrestlemania then survivor series then SummerSlam. It just doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. Like no, it, Royal Rumble. Okay, so SummerSlam was last. SummerSlam's the big... SummerSlam's the WrestleMania of the summer. The Royal Rumble is the Royal Rumble. This is... It's just literally... It's the red-headed stepchild of the big four. It's the fall classic. Well, it's not. Nobody, because, it is. This, this was originally... It is the skippable pay-per-view of the year. I'd rather, I, I'd rather watch bragging rights than this. The, I think that the thing is, is that when Survivor Series was created, it was created as to be like the all-star game. Where you had people you didn't see at different times all be together. And now with, with there being way way more television than there was before plus social media and everything else that traditional five on five doesn't fit but that's not to say survivor series doesn't fit i love that you said that tim because you hammered my point home in that nobody cares about the all-star game the fans care like they the fans don't in the fans in attendance care. Name one fan that gives a shit about any all. Jim, you're a huge hockey fan. Do hmm. you enjoy any of the All Star games? Do they even do an All Star game anymore? Yeah, the the NHL does one mid season like the NBA does. Um, personally, I I don't give a crap about the All Star game. I enjoy All Star like the skills competition. Um, but I don't I don't really want. But but see, I, it's not necessarily a. a, Damn, a you, you win the argument. That's fine. The bases are loaded. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> it's not necessarily. Oh, Reese Hoskins. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Uh, it's not necessarily a fair um, comparison, though, because, like, with an all star game, like, guys don't play the, the game the same. Because, like, it, the game doesn't mean anything. And, like, it, it doesn't. Just like bragging rights winning for the team in the okay, Survivor but, Series. But, but, okay, so this... It doesn't mean anything either. Okay, so what does what does Braun Strowman versus Omos mean this Saturday at Crown Jewel? It means we have to put a match on for the Saudis. That's We're, all that means. Okay, right. So, so but... 
they're paying big bucks. We'll give them big men. <laughs> right. But like, I mean, not the same, but I get it. Like, like Braun Strowman's not officially on either roster. No, but, so but I guess a raw versus SmackDown thing. But I guess my, like my point is like, if you're watching survivor series and like Seth Rollins on team raw is in the ring with, uh, Jay Uso from SmackDown, like those two guys are going to put on a great show for the crowd. They're not going to wrestle less because it's it's in a Survivor Series match that quote unquote doesn't have stakes to it. Whereas like when you're watching the NHL All Star Game, like guys don't line each other line each other up and give like you know 100 mile an hour fucking uh, hip checks because it, the All Star Game is a meaningless game. It is it is like watching. You know, like the ice capades with score. Like it, it's, it, it's, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, cause I've, like, I went to when the AHL All Star game was in Hershey, I went to the skills competition that was a blast. I went to the All Star game and it was the most boring hockey game I've ever been to in my life. I'm like, I never need to see another All Star game live. But like, I, I, I don't think a, a Survivor Series match. Is going. You're not going to walk away going like, "Oh, those guys treated it like an exhibition." Before we, before I, now that we or have Reese Mark back, and he, that son of a bitch. <laughs> now that he's, oh, Reese Hoskins let you down again. Um, so, you know, you no problem. Mm -hmm. But I think there's two reasons why Survivor Series in the modern era hasn't really worked that well, and it's it's twofold. One. If you're going to do brand supremacy, you have to have leaders. The the dis, the the dissolution of a raw and a smackdown general manager or a raw and a smackdown owner, however you want to or commissioner, however you call it. Without having those to set your teams for each brand feels weird. Also, WWE has played very fast and very loose with who is on which show when. <clears throat> Roman is on Raw and SmackDown at the same week. The Usos are on Raw and SmackDown on the same week. Braun Strowman, Raw and SmackDown. Like, well, but uh, with with Roman and the Usos, they they hold both sets of titles though. In that in that right, defense, but even. But even so, like, if they needed to push a pay-per-view, they would be on both shows, whether it was both titles or not. Like, that's fair. When when the Street Profits were chasing the Usos for the tag titles, the Street Profits were on Raw and SmackDown, right. going after the Usos. Yeah. So, if you make the rosters stick. And you make Raw, Raw, and SmackDown, SmackDown. Then having a yearly place where Raw's best faces SmackDown's best, it's one of only two or three times in the calendar year where you'll have interpromotional competition. Yeah. And that to me makes more sense. It's the same promotion, but it's different. It's it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's self. 
you do it to yourself. Yes. Why would that be a big deal? If that's a draw, why why wait till Survivor Series to use it? Because there's a time and a place for it. If you use it all the time, no one cares. Right, then, then you literally cares. just have one roster. That's exactly, because nobody cares. Because I can see this shit every Raw heading up to Survivor Series and three Raws after Survivor Series. It's the same fucking Right, and, and that's Tim's point. Tim's point is, is, you, it, is if you don't do it, it makes it unique. It, it's, it's the reason why I, like, I am still okay with Roman Reigns not defending the title on every premium live event because when Roman Reigns shows up, when Roman Reigns defends his titles, it's a big deal. So if you don't see Raw superstars facing SmackDown superstars, when it happens, then it becomes a big deal. So like if you if you, you have the draft totally then. Yeah, and that that's what no, t- yeah, that's what Tim's I, I saying. Would absolutely have to. Because it's a if big deal do, when it happens, and then three months later they're fucking swapping, and you get to watch it for six fucking months, building to the next one. That's why I'm saying you don't get rid of the draft. You hold the draft. You hold the draft accountable when you set the rosters the night after WrestleMania. The on, the next time you change the rosters is the next year's WrestleMania. Like you don't do Unless, trades. I'm I'm okay. With, I'm cool with a trade. Okay, because that's a permanent move from a guy to Raw that's to fair. a guy to SmackDown. Like but like like the, Baron Corbin wild, and Rey Mysterio the, the just got traded. The card rule they had where yeah, that was five silly. people from Raw and five people from SmackDown can go three times a year back and forth. Like it's so convoluted it in is. that regard. It stinks. But Mark, uh, you missed out on a lot of the conversation. Um, do you think that there's a place for Survivor Series still in the premium live event schedule? Uh, I'm going to say yes, but not in uh, teams of five. I like the fact that they're going to the war games. It makes it feel special. But in uh, previous years, I was ready for them to drop it because it was just, it wasn't worth anything. Okay. But this year I'm actually looking forward to because you can see, almost see the bloodline. And then you have the Judgment Day. So you do have some factions that are actual teams that would be great in a War Games match. But so we could just year, call this WWE War Games and be done with it. No, I think that there's that. a possibility. I think there's a possibility we might get to that level of branding. But then again, here's my here here. You ask, you say we could name this WWE War Games, but isn't there also a cry? That there's too many events named after a match. Oh, we don't need an elimination chamber pay-per-view. We don't need a hell in a cell pay-per-view. We don't need need money money in the bank as a pay-per-view. We don't need war games as a pay-per-view. Like, if you keep it as Survivor Series, but Survivor Series is your war games event, that's fine. So are you doing all Survivor Series matches or all brand supremacy matches? No, but I keep it that I feel like you need to have some sort of Survivor Series teams of five fight to survive or whatever. Like that was that was the tagline. And I hate fucking taglines for this. Reason. I don't <laughs> I don't Survivor think Series brand supremacy is on the line. You're like there. There's a reason it's a Survivor Series. I don't I get think... the tagline of war. Games. Right. I get that. Right. I don't think 
we'll go to a full show of teams of five striving to survive. I think in like the late nineties, early two thousands, they did a really good job of peppering in survivor series matches while also having matches that had stakes. In an interview with The Ringer in regards to uh, War Games at Survivor Series, Triple H said, The tradition of the Survivor Series has ebbed and flowed and changed slightly over time, uh, but this will be similar to that. This will not be Raw versus SmackDown. It will be much more storyline-driven. I still look at it as a traditional component to Survivor Series in there uh, because it's large teams of people competing. Uh, we just upped the ante a little bit with War Games and made it evolve. Survivor Series has been an amazing event for 36 years, and it needs to evolve a little bit, and this year seemed like the right time to do it. So it doesn't sound like there's going to be uh, any five-on-five five five matches. It sounds like the um, the matches, the, the traditional Survivor Series matches that we've seen um, are now going to be this year uh, the War Games matches. Like to me, this is this is Survivor Series from 1996. There's a four-on-four Survivor Series match with two sets of tag teams against one another. There's a match with Jerry Lawler, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Crush and Goldust versus Rocky Maivia, the Stalker, Mark Marrow, and Jake Roberts. But in between, you've got the Undertaker and Mankind who wouldn't fit in a Survivor Series match. You've got Brett and Stone Cold. You've got Sid and Sean for the world title. I think this is where we can get to Survivor Series in the modern day. Yeah. 97 equally is, is good too. I mean, you've got four on four, four on four, Kane and Mankind, four on four, Intercontinental title match. Sean versus Brett. World title match. Yeah. Yeah. 98... 98, the series of the Survivor Series was the Deadly Game Tournament. But after oh. that, 99 is god-awful. I think there's like one or two Survivor uh, I want to I want to dig back here into the comments while you're searching through there. Tim Devin said he liked the War Games uh, being added to Survivor Series. I think they should stay with it uh, being at Survivor Series and uh, that the, that the uh, event itself should stay. Um but he thinks the Raw versus SmackDown element should be gone. Luna Kitty says, I missed back uh, when someone uh, did a surprise debut on the Survivor Series back in the day. Um, yeah, there's been quite a, there's been a few. Um, uh, de the Rock's debut? Yeah, Rock debuted. Yeah, the Rock 96. He was with the uh, Stalker. The Undertaker. Undertaker debuted. Yeah, Taker series. debuted. Um, uh, let's see, Devin. This is the one I was thinking of. Devin asked, will we see a redesign of War Games match like we saw with the fight? I don't think. Um, I think we're I think we're gonna see blood and guts there. Uh, you think so? Blood and guts. Um, if anything, they may add some lighting elements that, that Wait, maybe was they, this a Survivor Series they didn't have this before. Was Survivor Series two thousand and one. So this only the main event was a Survivor Series match because this was the Survivor the the Survivor ah. Series of this was. Team W or WWF versus the Alliance, uh, and the entire show, instead of it being teams of five striving to survive, it this was a this was the mat the card of brand supremacy for me, because every match, once the show started, every match counted, and whoever had the most wins 
between the Alliance and WWF one control of WWF. Gotcha. So it was, it was kind of like they did in 2019 where NXT beat Raw and SmackDown. Now, it didn't ultimately mean anything, but there was an actual match counter and NXT won the, won the night, which I think kind of caught everybody by surprise. And then the pandemic killed NXT as we knew it, and <laughs> and uh, and that changed that. But um, yeah. Any other any other thoughts to uh, to Survivor Series um, as a whole here? All right. Well, let's uh, real quick here. We will go through um, the uh, the Saturday matinee. I believe this is a noon start time here uh, in the East Coast. Uh, of the United States. Uh, it is a premium live event from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Um, WWE Crown Jewel, eight matches uh, on the card. Uh, we will start with uh, Alexa Bliss and Asuka defending the uh, WWE Women's Tag Team titles against Damage Control, who they just won, them, uh, won the titles from this past Monday. Uh, Dakota Kai and EO Sky. Ryan. Oscar and Alexa Bliss. All right. Uh, Tim. I got damage control. It's going right back, huh? Uh, Mark. Going back to uh, Damage Incorporated. I see it happening. It was <laughs> uh, a feel-good moment. It'll be a week or two that they had the titles, but I think Damage, damage Inc. is going to take it. Um, I think I'm actually going to – I'm sticking with the, the champions. I'm sticking with the champions on this one. Uh, I think Bliss and Oscar retain. Uh, those aren't pictures, right? Are those? What do you? On, I think they are, but they're kind of like, like really like jazzed. And, okay. Yeah. yeah. Bliss it's looks like weird. Dakota, Dakota. Yeah, I she don't looks know. Looks like they're, a video game. Correct. There's, they look very. Video yeah, game. it has. Yeah, it's definitely. Okay. Um, definitely. Yeah, definitely like effects, but on the picture. Yeah, Alexa looks like Ms. Pac-Man. <laughs> This is a horrible picture of that. Yes, yeah, not Alexa not good. Uh, Devin has damage control. Uh, why does she have? Why does she have the Shawn Michaels lazy eye? Right is my question. Right, like that's not okay. Um, uh, Looney Kitty has uh, Oscar and Alexa retaining. Uh, then we go to tag team match for the uh, undisputed tag team championship. The Usos defending against the brawling brutes, Ridge Holland and Butch. Uh, Mark. You know, I gotta stick with uh, the Usos. I, I'm feeling Usy. You're feeling Usy. All right, Tim. I, I'm also feeling very Usy here. I've I've always I've always been very Usy and juicy, um, especially the Usos. They they still the ones. Ryan. I will also go hard in the paint <laughs> for the Usos. And that will also be Max Matt's pick. I want to. Matt, that, that was actually the only pick Matt, Matt submitted. He, said, he he's feeling he very. Oozy. He's feeling very oozy. He's going very hard in the paint. Uh, as am I. I. The Usos are going to retain here. Uh, Devin has Uso as well. Um, Matt is hard for the juicy. Uh, and uh, Luna Kitty also picks the Usos. Um, Luna Kitty is feeling very oozy as well. <laughs> then we go to uh, the last woman standing match for the Raw Women's Title: Bianca Belair defending against Bailey Ryan. I think um, 
I think this is going to be Bailey's time, and I think this is where we'll see the uh, championship for the ladies uh, switch. So I'll say, uh, I'll say Miss Bailey. All right, Tim. I got Bailey right here. Yeah, Mark. Uh, let's make it another one for Bailey. She's a heel. All I think right. She's gonna be the last woman standing. Yeah, yeah, I think part of part of the reason, and I don't really understand why, maybe it's so that damage control isn't the bloodline of the women's division, maybe, um, is why the, the tag titles moved away from damage control. Uh, D- Dakota and EO had to die so that Bailey can live. Bailey is going to walk out as your Raw uh, women's champion. Uh, Devin has Bailey, as does uh, Luna Kitty, so I think we're all in agreement there. Um, singles match, Braun Strowman taking on Omas in turn mark. Oh dear. Uh, double count out. There will be no winner. <laughs> Big meaty man slapping me. Uh, Tim. I hope Braun Strowman breaks out the green belt. He oh shit. That's champion. right. He never lost that. Did he? He won the greatest Royal rumble title. Um, yeah, I think this might go to Omas. Huh. All right. Yeah. All right. Omas. Ryan. Yeah, I think Omas can gain a ton here. Uh, and a victory for Braun Strowman really doesn't do much for Braun Strowman. So I'll go Omas too. Um, I'm I'm going Braun, man. I feel like and and I don't know if it's just I don't know why you put this match on this show, like unless the 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 crown prince or whatever the in they are whatever he is in in Saudi Arabia. But like, Jim, you know damn well what he is. Show some respect. I I feel like man, like this, this should be a, a rumble match. This should be a hell. This should be a mania match. Like it, I I it just. I don't know. I don't know why you're 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 be a fucking dark elevation match. Do people <laughs> want to see this? I'm telling you, man. Like you, you put this. If you put this match on Raw, it's going to be the the most watched clip on YouTube from the Raw show that week. Now you're acting like Tim. I I'm will. I'd be willing to guarantee it, man. No way. Willing to guarantee it. Um, but uh, I got Bronny Strowman winning this one. All right, then we go to a uh, <laughs> steel cage match. Uh, Drew McIntyre taking on Karrion Cross. Ryan. Yeah, this one's going to hit. Pretty, no, I'm not. I'm, nope, don't with the cages, Ryan. Nope. Karrion Cross. No, don't, you do not go there. Karrion Cross. All right. Uh, Tim. Get the cage. Uh, I think the clock man's about to get his clock cleaned. Uh, courtesy of the the Scottish whatever his name is, uh, I got Drew McIntyre here. All right, you think he's gonna cut his head off? Oh boy! No, no, uh, no swords allowed. Oh, just clean no. the clock. Oh, okay, well, he has a sword though, right? He's gonna clean, clean not decleat. Got to dust it. Uh, Mark, go ahead. I think uh, I'm gonna go with Carrion Cross. I think he's really got the number of. Uh, uh, Drew McEnroe. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna go carrying cross. Um, I feel like neither neither guy should really lose this match. Like I feel like they're both in a weird spot. Like Drew's Drew's been kind of taking the L's. Um, cross 
probably shouldn't because he was uh, Wish.com's demolition in a previous lifetime. Like, I just, I feel like there's, there's, neither guy can afford it. That's all I'm, that's all I'm thinking. Uh, but I have cross winning. Uh, then we go to Brock Lesnar taking on Bobby Lashley, intern Mark. Bobby, I think, uh, I think Lesnar's going to beat him. He's going to beat Bobby. <laughs> Bobby's gonna Bobby. Bobby. Bobby's going to be preoccupied Bobby. where Cindy and uh, that little Indian boy Jimmy had going. Bobby! Uh, he Tim. probably has his mind on Alice's meatloaf. Tim? I just don't like how he says that little Indian boy. No, it, I don't think that's, <laughs> that's what, what they call him. I, yes. Yeah, back in yes, the 70s, how many, how many decades ago? It was a lot. Yeah, yeah, and should have stayed there. Um, now he's a Native American boy. Th- thank you. I don't know oh, if he is said that. Owl. Is that better? Oh, no, no. That's but... not even right anymore either. Um, I got Roberto person. Lashley. It's that little indigenous person boy. Bobby! Bobby! Remember what Bob Alice said when she, she ran into his father? Mark, we're, we're, we're moving on. Uh, Ryan. I want to hear the answer. What was that, Mark? So but I don't want the camera on me when he says this. No, she ran I see when she was uh, looking for him. No, no, get this off. No. <laughs> what is what was what was said? I don't know. I, don't I muted him. I, I I'm gonna go with uh, it was self preservation with with Brock Lesnar um, to start setting up something important for Brock. Like we've <clears> never <throat> seen him at the top of a card. Brock. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, oh, I missed uh, missed previous uh, picks. Uh, Devin and Luna Kitty had Braun Strowman. Uh, they uh, Devin and Luna Kitty both had Drew McIntyre as well. Um, I'm actually going with Bobby. Bobby. I think uh, I think it's Lashley's spot. I think this was uh you know one of, one of those break glass in case of emergency situations. Uh, I think the the Saudi crowd loves. Um, Brock Lesnar loves Bobby Lashley, and I think I think Lashley's gonna get the win. Um, Brock likes the payday. Sure does, sure does. Uh, Devin has Brock. Um, Luna Kitty says I would pick Bobby, but I think Lesnar uh, is going to win. Uh, then we go six man tag team match: the OC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson taking on the Judgment Day: Finn Balor, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio. Uh, intern Mark. Oh fuck! I still haven't muted. Hold Alice on. Alice was in sensitivity oh. training ever since then, and I don't think she ever fully recovered. I don't think, uh, Mark. I, I I don't think so. Um, but uh, the OC or the Judgment Day. Man, this is a tough one. I, you know what? I think I'm going to go with the the Judgment Day, I, and uh, I think Dominic's going to pin AJ. Wow. No, okay. I'm upset about it. Okay. Uh, Tim. Um, I kind of like the judgment day here. Um, but golly, you're going to bring the OC in and then just going to have him lose real quick. Like, um, you can't go to, you can't vote against, uh, this generation's Eddie Guerrero going Dom Mysterio's judgment day. 
Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Judgment Day here. I think Carl Anderson has to hop a flight and get over to New Japan, so let's get this match over with. That got canceled. They got postponed. Oh, did it? Oh, yep. Oh. His match was uh, defending the the never open weight title got postponed against Hikaleo. He said he's never got, defending. Uh, it. So that title defense, his flight got delayed, is what you're telling me. Yeah, uh, I think Hikaleo is going to take on the Tokyo pimp Yujiro Takahashi. Hikaleo. Um, as much as I, I, I don't, I don't like it. I think the OC is going to going to defeat the Judgment Day. I, I'd love to find out at a different point in time what your problem with the OC is, but I, I mean, I, I like one of them. <laughs> I like Little Spoon. I, I just, I, the fucking, I don't, not they. They don't do nothing for me, man. They really they don't. Did they before? Not really. No, they never did. Not really. No. They just maybe. What do maybe... you got against? What do you got against Hot Carl and Sex Ferguson? I, well, they were funny with the um, uh, what the hell was that fucking called? Southpaw, Southpaw Wrestling or whatever. Southpaw Regional. Re- like that was dudes, funny. Man. I uh, other Chad too bad. Otherwise, meh. I'll, I'll pass. I'll just pass. Uh, Devin and Luna Kitty. I bought my Bullet Club shirt from Luke Gallows. I did. You well, your Bullet Club hat I right bought, from Luke I Gallows. I bought so much stuff at those shows, Ryan. Like, it just, I burned so much money at those independent shows. I really did. That's fair. That's we fair. all did. Um, uh, Devin and Luna Why Kitty. Why does it look like, what? Car- why, why is Anderson staring into a light? <laughs> he's he's doing um god what's the name of the guy he d- did anybody else watch being the elite like me no. um he's what's the name of the no. guy he no, would do no. the sour the sour kid the sour guy yeah I'm... but he would like eat sour something real sour and he'd be like, oh no i don't like it oh, no and he'd get, he'd get real squinty eyed and like oh no, no why, why do you do the accent because that's how that's how hot Carl would do it. I'm doing an impression okay. of that's Carl right. Anderson right. doing an impression. I'm just saying, Mark Mark's ears perked up when you started that. I know. Uh, okay, then we move on to... Whoa, now you want to take control of this podcast. Can we go on to the singles match, the main event. It is Roman Reigns defending the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship against Logan Paul. Uh, it has been reported. I don't know if it's actually been confirmed that uh, Logan Paul's brother, Jake Paul, uh, will be in uh, Logan's corner for this match. Um, I assume that but might be made official at the press conference tomorrow. Um, but uh, Reigns. Jake the Boxer? Yeah, Jake the Boxer versus Logan Paul, the entertainer and wrestler. Uh, so, Ryan, uh, who wins here? In- Roman Reigns. It's not even close. <laughs> I mean, it should be an okay match. I think Logan Paul can actually go if, if he's been training. I was impressed with everything I've seen from him before, but uh, there's no chance in hell here. All right, Tim. Uh, by the way, the name was Sour Boy for Carl oh, Anderson. Um, but it I, is, I probably could have guessed that. It is still going to be then, now, and forever. The tribal chief himself, Mr. Roman Reigns. All right. In all his glory. Insert Mark. Well, I think uh, Roman Reigns is going to defeat Crocodile Dundee, Paul Logan. (laughs) Frankie's mate. 
He's going to send him back down to the land, down under. And he'll be down there eating a Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> and swimming with the platypi. That's plural, platypus, platypi. Did you ever swim with platypi? No, no, I, I didn't. I didn't, Mark. Uh, I have, uh, yeah, I have, I have Roman Reigns. There's, there's no. Acknowledge me. There's, there's no, there's no fucking way. There, there just isn't. Like I saw, uh, I saw a tweet from somebody earlier today, like when the, the rumor about Jake Paul being there, they're like, oh my God, is this how Roman's going to look? No, look, look, first off, look, I get it. You know, bad things, um, has, have happened at the WWE Saudi shows, like the, the Goldberg defeating, uh, the fiend, um, those the Roman oh, Reigns said bad thing. I thought you were like the plane got delayed because of and well then the I mean, NXT guy. I thought that's what you I meant. mean that too. Um, but like Roman Reigns and the Fiend are different characters. Um, different you know different show and Triple H is is not Vince McMahon. So um, I I have no concerns about this match. Roman Reigns is walking Wait, out. Triple H isn't who is not what Vince McMahon. He's not Vince McMahon. Uh, Devin He's and... not Shane McMahon either. <laughs> oh, we almost made it. The best in the world! <laughs> oh. So close. Man. So close. Look at that. Uh, I we were going to get out of this one. Is it time for a fun title? Yeah. Shane McMahon! That's a short one. Uh, Greg Hamilton went for a run today. His lungs are a little a weak. Um, Platypuses lay eggs and produce milk. Okay. So you could have like a platypus milk. milk uh, um, what the hell does that have to do about eggs? Dev- <laughs> I think well, you missed omelet. Too. Omelet milkshake. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know well, what you're doing. You an omelet milkshake. Did, did you have any platypus milk when you were in Australia? Uh, Devin, Devin and Luna Kitty both picked um, Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, to retain. How are they still watching this? I don't know. I stopped watching 10 minutes ago. Well, I didn't know. We didn't get to the main event of platypus milk until just now. So. <laughs> That's fair. I, I got kicked off the show earlier. I'm, yeah. I'm going to talk and bring it up sooner. It's 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 okay. It's all right. Um, we're done already. We're done already with this one. How about that? Uh Ryan, you got any got anything? Nope. Go Phils. All right. Uh, words. Uh, Tim. Uh, two one Astros, right now. Dick. <laughs> See you Tuesday, guys. Intern Mark, got anything? I, I go Birds. Uh, there's the the Phils are seven and zero. I heard so they're off to a great start this season. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Devin, Luna, Katie, thanks for playing along. Uh, we will see you both next week, hopefully. I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Uh, you can follow the show at 3 Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, go over to our YouTube page and subscribe there. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. Get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. And until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin. Thank you.